Well, hello, I'm Doug Apple, back with another special interview for you today, and we're talking about your family budget. We might be talking about that heart attack you feel like you're going to have every time I looked up at the gas station price the other day, and I thought, it's eking towards $4 a gallon. When is the madness going to end? You feel the crunch? We had the news headline the other day that mortgage rates are at a 20-year high. Uh, we have this news. There's a credit card debt for people. $1 trillion in credit card debt that people are bearing the load of because money's tight. People are then, they rely on the credit card, which isn't a good plan, but uh, still, that's a fallback plan. And uh, you get another credit card application in the mail. What is some way that you can save money as the the whole economy gets tighter and tighter around your neck, it seems like? Well, we do have one area where you might be able to save money. It's a Christian nonprofit healthcare sharing ministry. So if you're looking at a way to save money on your healthcare costs, share healthcare is something for you to consider. You've probably heard our interviews here on Wave 94 and the ads as uh, Share Healthcare's bought a little airtime. But right now we're going to talk with Mike Sharman. He's the legal counsel for Share Healthcare. And Mike, I bet some people are feeling stressed just listening to what we brought up so far because they feel it in their wallet and in their heart. What can they do? Talk about this a little bit. Well, uh, thanks, Doug. We have... uh a basic, basic, basic financial or budgeting principle that we need to follow. And that basic one is don't spend more than you earn. Mm. Don't spend more than you earn. And obviously, since we have that uh, headline we've, we've made, and the headline is because the reality hit, we've hit $1 trillion in credit card debt. And we as Americans, $1 trillion in credit card debt. And that is the highest ever. Um, the sit around your house, COVID things was part of it. People being at home um, and, you know, wanting to do something. So they might've purchased things to help with a home remodeling or, or whatever, but whatever the reasons are. And then we have this incredible um, inflation on, on every count, which you know, the, the energy price inflation is, is one of the major reasons for it because everybody needs fossil fuels in one form or another. And, and whatever you purchase is reflective of what those fossil fuel increases are. So just in the, the last year, fuel oil's gone up 26%. I mean, that, that's just in the last year. Um, if you remember at the time that, that Mr. Biden came into office, we were having gasoline hover around $2 a gallon. And now it's hovering around $4 a gallon. Mm. You know, 20 cents either way on, on both of those things. So people are really hit. And so they're, they're doing the things of um, going into credit card debt. And that then ties into one of the other headlines I think that you mentioned is mortgages are at their highest level in 20 years. They about doubled from what they were last year, which last year they had about doubled from what they were the year before. Well, what's the main thing that you're paying on when you get a mortgage for your first 15 years of the mortgage or so? Your interest. Mm -hmm. So the ability to get a house at all is constrained for people 
just starting out. And of course, rents reflect um, mortgage rates or home prices. And so rents have gone up. It's very, very hard for people to do that basic financial principle that I mentioned of don't spend more than you earn Mm -hmm. when everything is going up. Wages have gone up somewhat too, but I think pretty much everybody would agree. It doesn't feel like it's gone up. Uh, Wages have gone up commensurate with all the other things that have gone up. Mm -hmm. Um, So what can you do? Well, do some of the basic financial things of making it a conscious decision that you will not put things on a credit card if you are not able to pay that credit card off that month. And if you just are uh, one of the folks, kind of like myself often, you you have the credit card, it's the easiest spend, you just pull it out and spend it. Well, if, if you can't restrain that temptation, then literally get out the scissors and cut up the credit card mm-hmm. um, so that you're imposing that discipline upon you. And then, as we've mentioned uh, in the beginning of the talk here today, Share Healthcare can help you budget a lot. Um, the average insurance uh, premium, monthly premium for a family of four is right around $2,000 a month. Well, Share Healthcare is 349 per month uh, in our most popular uh, program that we have for a family of four. So for a single, it's 149 and for um, a couple, it's 249 So those are ways that people can significantly cut their budget uh, or fit within the budget that they, they really need. But again, even though you might have that instant relief of changing from a $2,000 a month payment to a 349 if you haven't corrected the mental, uh, the mindset about it, you're going to use that gap that you've now created to put yourself further in debt. Mm-hmm. Well, now I can buy the new truck that I want. <laughs> right. Oh, now we can, you know, get the, a, um, zero turn radius lawnmower. Now we can go on that cruise, what, whatever. No, now you want to use that to dig out of your $1 trillion in credit card debt. Mm-hmm. So why should people be wise stewards financially? Because the Bible tells us so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one reason. That's one reason. Um, we're, we don't know what's coming down the pike. So we do want to have reserve. We want to have, um, you start off with having a week's pay reserve. And surprisingly, the bulk of America does not have even one week's pay uh, in reserve. And you can't get there if you're in deficit spending. Mm-hmm. And then you get to two weeks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you, you build up to where you have a minimum of three months emergency uh, money. And six months is safer. And people think, man, a half a year income saved? Yes, because you don't know what's coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. And we can just look at how many businesses have closed, how many have shifted, how many have moved. Uh, it, it's There's just so many different things. It can be a natural disaster that takes out your business. You know, look at all those poor folks over there in Maui where here they had the constant income of tourism permanently coming in there for a couple hundred years into that little town. Mm-hmm. And now it's the town is erased. It's gone. Um, so other natural disasters, you know, whoever thought that New Orleans at the time of Katrina 
before Katrina came. Whoever thought that an entire city would be wiped out for years? But it was. Mm-hmm. Before the time of the 2008-2009 um, recession, who thought that we would have a uh, you know a type of mortgage lending that put the entire world in an economic collapse? Mm. Uh, before COVID, who ever thought that we would have a global shutdown of businesses and governments would have to print out money, which helped some, but completely skipped and missed over others? You don't know what's coming down the pike. And those are things that change the economy around you. But you don't know what's going to happen to your individual business that you work for or that you own. Uh, there's a another... Uh, article that just came out just a few days ago of New York, New York uh, State loses one trillion in assets as Wall Street businesses move and leave the city and the state. One trillion. So you might have worked for one of those companies that's leaving the city or an area or relocating or condensing or is being purchased by another one. So that's why we want to be good stewards. Then also, we want to be good stewards so we have more to give. God, of course, is brilliant, but we can see brilliance in very practical ways. Tithing is reflective of what are our assets. If we're poor, God still wants us to be tithing 10% out of our poverty. Mm-hmm. If we're wealthy, he still wants us to be tithing 10% out of our wealth. But then if we're wealthy... We don't need to, you know, it won't take long for us to save up what we actually need. And so we can give more to help more. Um, most of the libraries in the United States were started by a wealthy person who just had the idea of, I want to do something good in the small towns and all around. And so I'm going to pay for libraries everywhere. Well, that was pretty amazing. And in our time, um, when Ukraine began having problems right at the beginning and uh, Russia took out their communication system, uh, Elon Musk, because he was wealthy and he had the utility, he was able to move his Starlink satellites into place so that almost instantly Ukraine had a new uh, communication tool. Well, he was able to do that because he was wealthy and he owned the company. Mm-hmm. Um, there's... Pretty much every church has a person who's much better off than the other people within the church. And most of the time, that wealthy person does not draw attention to themselves. They just do the work, or do the financial work they need to when the church or an individual within it needs it. And again, getting back to uh, share healthcare, that's the, the principle that we have is that when we are in need, the others can give to us when we're when we have medical expenses that go beyond what we can carry they're able to give to us in our need and then when we are healed and somebody else is in need we can share with them i mean that's a that's a biblical principle and it works out here this is this is not socialism this is voluntary giving in an organized way you know each month a single person sends in 149 dollars it's put into their share healthcare bank account that's specifically for them, individual FDIC approved account just for them. And so that's the case for every other person uh, within share healthcare. 
and the couple puts in 249 the family puts in 349 the larger families will put in $50 extra for each family above you know a family of four and so that when somebody is in need the buttons push the money is moved over into the right account of that person in need and then goes out to their healthcare providers it's a specific way of doing this larger issue of stewardship specific way of, of dealing with generosity a specific way of doing budgeting uh, and it works. You know, when we look at the surrounding world and we see that the average insurance for a family of four is $2,000 a month and ours is $349, well, you got to have people who aren't believers looking at that and going, well, why is that? Mm-hmm. Well, the reason is we try to live by biblical principles. We are Christians. And so God's going to be looking down on us and, and favoring us, we're still going to have death, destruction, and decay. I mean, it's still going to happen. But it's going to happen to us in a lesser degree. And so we have lesser uh, medical expenses um, on and on and on. We, we, have, we avoid the things that are repugnant to God. Um, you know, no tobacco use, so we're not destroying the temple. We're being stewards of our bodies. Um, very moderate uh, alcohol, you know, two to three drinks a week. Um, and no abortions, no abortifacients, no gender destruction, no deterioration. Those things are, uh, you can quantify a lifestyle. You, a biblical lifestyle versus not. You can see it in dollars and cents. And so, as a group, we're 349. As a group, the watching world is 2000. It, it, it's quantifiable. You can see it, and then you can talk about it and use it as an evangelistic tool. Well, I like that phrase. You can quantify the biblical lifestyle in dollars and cents because, yes, it just comes down to costing you less money. So, as we wrap up our time here with Mike Sharman of Share Healthcare, we might need a little dose of uh, faith and uh, something about the, the value of trusting in God right about now. Well, faith is the... Uh, substance of things unseen that's what it is about and the nice thing about when you step out into faith he's there to meet you and hold you and that then builds more faith and more trust in him you know jesus calls the church the body of christ so we are supposed to step out in faith and trust one another. And in doing it, that that trust is upheld. And so that builds more faith so that we reach out even more and embrace more. And then we see how valuable it was to us. And so we then reach out. It's like when you have a loved one pass away and somebody sends you a, a heartfelt sympathy card or note you remember that. It really, it, it reaches deep into your heart. And you realize more uh, than you had before how important that is. And so you're more likely to send out a sympathy card the next time. Well, it's the same thing with when, when you've needed to have people help you. And you have reached out in faith, trusted them, and then it, it works out. It's just such an encouragement then for you to do that for other people. And if you'd like more information on Share Healthcare, you can find it on their website, sharehealthcare.com, or you can call and talk to them at 1-844-SHARE-HC. If the 
the economy is starting to get the best of you and your nerves, if it's getting on your last nerve, maybe you need to check into this non-profit Christian healthcare sharing ministry, Share Healthcare, sharehealthcare.com. And for Wave 94, I'm Doug Apple. 